As Adult Swim bids farewell to Futurama, the question arises, how are we going to replace Futurama? Well, you can't. That's why Adult Swim has decided to take a little time off. We've always wanted to float down the Mississippi. Maybe we'll do that. Or maybe we'll get started on that novel we wanted to write, Getting Laid on the Old Mississippi. Sex sells, especially when rivers are involved. Or maybe we'll run American Dad. Welcome back to Owls Only Adult Swim Podcast. I'm your host, Bryce Hope, and this is by a wide margin the least likely thing that has ever happened. Joining me today is... I'm your co-host, Hunter, and if you want a box thrown into the sun, you got to do it yourself. So today we are talking about Futurama. Um, we love Futurama. We love Futurama here. Um, so I kind of want to start it off by asking, like, how, how did you get into Futurama? Because I'm sure... I may have talked about me getting a Futurama in here before, but I want to know how you got into Futurama. I was really young when I got into Futurama, so I don't remember all of the details, but I know one of my earliest memories of it was sitting in my parents' bedroom and Adult Swim was on, and this was like the point where it was like any show I wanted to watch, if it wasn't for kids, I had to get my parents' permission to watch it, yeah. and Futurama was on, I was like, oh, can I watch this? And then my dad said, yeah, and then just from there on out, I started watching it a lot. It's like a lifelong love affair with Futurama, then? Yes, I have another story, actually. Before I had seen any of the episodes proper, um, when I was a kid, I would have nightmares and I would want to sleep with my parents, and to incentivize me to sleep in my room, I got a cable box in my room, mm -hmm. and I remember one night, I woke up that some hour of the morning and Futurama was on Adult Swim and it was the scene from the uh, episode where Bender flushes Nibbler down the toilet Classic. and it was Bender flushing himself down the toilet uh -huh. and as a kid I had no context to what was going on. It was just me waking up seeing a robot flush himself down the toilet and I thought that was like the greatest thing I had ever seen in my life and I was telling everyone about it the next day at school. I love that. I love that episode Episode. um you know the danger doom album like the adult swim mf doom album yeah the first track is named after that episode because it's named el chupa nibre after like the um like the sewer monster in that episode but um so yeah you've actually you've watched futurama way longer than i have and you actually got to see it on um adult swim like in the like back when it's on Adult Swim the first time, which is super cool because I never knew that. I because I had only ever seen it on like streaming slash DVD slash Comedy Central reruns until it came back on Adult Swim like in 2021 or 2022, I guess. So it's actually I had no idea you'd seen it on Adult Swim before. That's awesome. But I also had I had Bender's Big Score and I had Wild Green Yonder on DVD. So when they like rebooted it or revived it on Comedy Central, I was like there as soon as they revived it, like having seen the movies. Oh, holy shit. Yeah, you've been a Futurama fan way longer than me then. Um, 
My earliest experience with Futurama is I remember seeing the trailer for Bender's Big Score when I was because I I am also like I'm like two years younger than you, but that's like considerably younger when you're like a kid, you know. So I remember getting the Simpsons movie DVD in 2007 and seeing the trailer for Bender's Big Score and getting like extremely freaked out by it because like the first thing they show you is like Hermes getting his head chopped off by a sword. I that's my that's my first Futurama memory, but um. So I got into Futurama because before my Adult Swim obsession, I had the um, I had a South Park obsession, and that was the other animated show airing on Comedy Central at the time. So I would catch reruns of it. I'd get super into it, and um, this is back when literally every single adult animated show you could think of was on Netflix. Like literally all of them were on Netflix because streaming services didn't really exist yet. It was just Netflix and like Hulu Plus, you know, and. Um, so I watched all of Futurama. Also, another thing that, um, Netflix has over, I mean, the Netflix Futurama had over the Hulu, like, Futurama order is that the Netflix Futurama had the movies as movies and not, like, their bastardized, like, cut up into four episodes form, you know? I remember that. Like, there are, there are, like, tons of Futurama fans out there that are, like, casual Futurama fans that don't know there's movies. You're like, oh, no, that's just that weird serialized season, you know? And, like, that's so wrong to me. That's so wrong to me on, like, so many levels. But, um... So, yeah, I got into Futurama in, like, 2013, I'd say. I was really into... I was just binging on Netflix because I knew the um, final season was coming out and I wanted to be prepped for that. So I got, like, super, super into it. But uh, I'd say Futurama, despite not being an Adult Swim show at the time, I think Futurama is one of, like, the main reasons why I got into Adult Swim because I would just spend out... Because it's, like... I honestly miss, like, being a kid or, like, an early teenager when you can you just sit there and you're just on YouTube for, like, literally hours or, like, on just, like, the computer looking at adults. Because I just, I'd go on the computer and look at adult swim bumps for, like, hours at a time. I don't have the stamina to do that now. But, um, so I was super into Futurama and I was like, oh, Adult Swim is Futurama. And now, I only knew Adult Swim as, like the King of the Hill channel, because I was also getting into King of the Hill at the time. So I would watch, like, King of the Hill, American Dad, Cleveland Show, and Family Guy reruns. But I'd be on my phone all the time just watching, like, all these different videos of Futurama bumps. And they are so, like... They literally changed my brain chemistry and how I think about, like, art and I think about, like, music and stuff like that. Those, like, weird little bumps. Because it's, like, the first thing... It was the first time that I saw, like, TV programming with any like real creativity because like i didn't know how to i didn't know i I don't know the words for it but i was like a little kid when i was like i say little kid i was fucking 13 when i was 13 but like i was like oh this is like this is different i don't know what about this is different but this is different and this is cool and i think that really helped me fall in love with adult swim was just like watching all these futurama bump videos and stuff during the summer of 2013 but um so yeah, I remember for like the longest time, I was so, so mad that Adult Swim didn't have Futurama, because like, it, I was like, it belongs in Adult Swim, which it still does. Um, it's back on Adult Swim, but they never fucking air it at a good time. They always air it in the middle of the night for some reason, and also they air the, um, they air the Comedy Central seasons and the movies cropped to 4x3, which is really odd, because like, the thing that 
like TV networks do with four by three shows is they'll stretch them to fit like the 16, 16 by nine aspect ratio. And this is the only time I've heard of a network doing the opposite where it takes 16 by nine and crop it to four by three. It's fucking, it's like trippy. Like if you watch it, it's like I'm watching these comedy central episodes, but they almost feel like Fox episodes because they're in this old aspect ratio, you know? I don't know if I've mentioned this on this podcast before, but um, I used to have a the Adult Swim Cartoon Network channel in my room, and then something happened with either Warner or Xfinity where they bumped it up a tier. So somehow we have it in the living room, but in my room I don't have the channel anymore, and it makes me sad because I used to just by default watch that every single night like no matter what was on that was what i was watching when i was going to bed yeah so i haven't seen much of how they crop newer or i guess not newer anymore because of hulu but how they crop the movies and the comedy central seasons i haven't really seen that myself but i know there is some funny stuff going on with how they crop other shows it's fucking bizarre. Like it, there's, it really is just like extremely bizarre. Cause I have no idea why they do it. They've never fixed it. Cause they, they got it back new year's Eve, 2021. So there was like a 14 year break from 2007 to um, 2021 where they didn't have Futurama. But, um, but yeah, Futurama, everyone knows Futurama. If you're listening to this, you know, what Futurama is it's, um, Philip J. Fry pizza boy from 1999 gets frozen for a thousand years and wakes up in future in the future world meets a um, Cyclops girl named Leela and a robot named Bender and lives this like not lives with um works for his like old relative and they go on space adventures delivering packages and stuff it's great it's wonderful it's the um so it this is like the second Matt Groening show because he makes the Simpsons for them and that's like you know fucking makes more money than God and so. They're like, hey, we want to want you to make a new show. Or maybe he wanted to make a new show. So he comes up with this. And this is like, you, they're similar now, but when it came out, Futurama was so much like edgier and weirder than I think the Fox executives wanted. So they fucking hated it. Like the Fox executives hated Futurama. They like constantly fucked with it. Like um, there are four seasons of Futurama. And one of the reasons why, like, I love I, I love that Hulu brought back Futurama, but I fucking hate how Hulu orders Futurama, because there are not four, there are not five Fox seasons of Futurama, there are four, there are four production seasons, and they flow so much better when you watch them in production order, you know? Like, I don't know if you know this or not, but, like, the famous one is in the broadcast order slash the Hulu order... Um, Hermes' son Dwight, his first appearance is in like a um, is in like an anthology of interest. He's he's like in the Wizard of Oz parody in the anthology of interest. That's his first appearance in the um, in the broadcast order because his like debut episode isn't in um, isn't in the right order. Like that's how badly they fuck it up, you know. That's really funny. This is this is where I admit I'm a fake fan. I have all of the Futurama DVDs and Blu-rays, but I have never watched the entire show in order. Growing up, I saw a shit ton of it on cable. I had a couple of the DVDs. I had, like, Volume 4. I had Bender's Big Score, and I had Wild Green Yonder. I would watch those. So I've seen all of it, and I've seen all of it, like, several times, but yeah. never in actual order. It's 
it's honestly kind of amazing how well those first four seasons like grow and develop because I didn't really think about it either until like I've started thinking more critically about like media since out in the past like four or five years. But um, the I think that the because I used to. I used to not be able to put into words why I didn't like the Comedy Central stuff as much as the Fox stuff, but it really is. The Fox stuff is, like, plotted way better, and also, I used, I used to say, like, oh, it's too topical, but I really don't think that's the case, because original Futurama was topical as well. Like, they have an episode about, like, fucking Napster, but um, they really, like, there's a, there's a pr- like... It's not consistent of the entire Comedy Central run, but a lot of the Comedy Central run has some, like, pretty bad character writing and just, like, actually bad episodes. Whereas, I feel like the original 72 episodes of Futurama, minus, like, I don't know, the two transphobic ones, there's, like, no bad episodes in there. They're, like, all bangers, you know? Like, it has, like, that classic Simpsons or, like, early King of the Hill type thing where it's, like, every single episode is a fucking banger. And I think the Comedy Central seasons have, like, at least, tw- maybe not 20%, at least like 15 to 20% of the Comedy Central era episodes are like actively bad. And I think that's, I think that's a like a hard pill to swallow for a lot of people. I've gotten over it. I do like the Comedy Central seasons generally, but um, there is a lot of, I think a lot of it is budgetary too, because they do not have enough money to keep the same writer's room. So they got rid of like, they got rid of a lot of writers. So it's a lot less people writing it. And so you, you can definitely see how that writing like takes a downgrade. Like something they do on the show all the time in the Comedy Central run is um, the characters will, they'll kind of sell out the characters for like a joke or whatever, or the, for like the plot of the week. Like, the episode where Amy, like, breaks up with Kiff so she can have sex with Bender, you know? Do you remember that one? Yeah. That one's odd. Like, they do stuff like that, or, um, they're so... That one... Go ahead. That one does have a really good joke that I quote a lot, where Bender tells her to shut up, and she's like, you know what happened to the last guy who told me to shut up? And then it just cuts to them in bed after they've had sex, and then he's just like... Shut up. Oh yeah, yeah. That's 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 a good joke. It's just that like that episode is weird. Like that. It's like a. There's also the one where like Leela and Amy, like they become like butterfly people because they're taking these like butterfly drugs or whatever, and then they start like fighting over Fry, and like it's just we- there's weird stuff like that. And also, I feel like um, so the fir- the original Fox seasons of Futurama, like. They're not, they're not like the Venture Brothers or Steven Universe where it's like plot all the time, you know? It's still like an episodic sitcom, but there's so much layered continuity in there. Like, um, you, you see the characters progressing, like, especially throughout the first two seasons, Fry really does progress from, like, you know, being amazed by the future stuff to being, like, really well, like, versed in it. And then also there's just, like, a lot of arcs going on where you learn more about, like, Fry's past or, like, his dog and his brother. And also you learn about, there's, like, the Niblonian stuff with the brain spawn that develops over the course of the first four seasons. And, like, there's the stuff with, like, Kiff and Amy's romance develops over the first four seasons. Um, there's stuff with, like, uh... There's stuff with, um, the most important stuff they develop is, like, Leela's parentage, because, like, it's so, it's so common knowledge now that she's a mutant, you know? But, like, we did not know back then that she was a mutant. 
so um we thought like because like back then it was like oh Lila's an alien you know like because Lila thought she was an alien and was abandoned on earth by her family but then she finds and like a lot of the the fox era episodes of futurama is about Lila searching for her family and kind of finding that in fry you know because she doesn't have like because her and fry are similar in the sense that they don't really have like their family their families are essentially gone to them because Leela doesn't know her parents, and Fry's parents and everyone he knew was left in the year 2000. So they sort of bond over that, like, loneliness, you know? And that's a big theme throughout the Fox era of the show. And it does, it comes to, like, a great, like, climax in um, the fourth season with Leela's Homeworld, which is probably, like, top five episodes of the show, where Leela finally does meet her parents. And there's just, like, so many arcs, like, like I said, like, all this stuff with Nibbler and the Brain Spawn and that, and they get so scared of doing continuity in the comedy central run. Um, because there isn't, there isn't really anything like that over. Um, there's really anything like that in the comedy central run. Um, I mean, the closest thing is like the continuing development of like the fry and Leela stuff, but it's more, they're just like so scared to go for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And for the thought, seasons the other fox shows at the time and not really any of them that have come out since have had that level of like story and continuity even though it's it's really you can watch any episode of futurama the first four seasons you can jump into any of them without having really seen any of it before and you'll know what's going on but for people who are keeping up with it there's a lot of like callbacks and like payoff to watching all of it it yeah. wasn't like Good. Pardon. Sorry. Say it again. What cut out? Um, you're talking about like the callbacks and the um paying off and stuff. Um, my computer screen turned off. That might have cut out my mic, but I was saying it's a show that you can jump into any episode and understand what's going on, but if you are watching all of it, there's a lot of payoff for having watched all of it, and I don't think a lot of other Fox shows really do much of that. Yeah, definitely. I think that like early King of the Hill was really good at that with their like um, paying off their arcs and stuff, but um, early King of the Hill got... Like, King of the they told King of the Hill showrunners to like knock off that plot shit, like, after the first couple seasons, which is why King of the Hill also gets, like, not as great afterwards, but, um, yeah, it's just, like, the Comedy Central run is so, like, it's not bad, it's just they're so afraid to do anything, they're so afraid to do anything, like, they don't build on anything, you know? And also, I've, like, the continuity comes to, like, a screeching halt, because, like, one of the big things about Futurama that really separates it from, like, other sitcoms like this is that it has other animated sitcoms like this. It has a start, like, beginning. It begins in 1999, 1,000 years later, 2999. And so they you got to stay consistent with that. But, um, because right now we're recording this after three episodes, of, three episodes of the Hulu run have aired, and, um, the one from earlier this week is called, um, is like the Bitcoin one, and you, there's, um, Hermes' son Dwight is in an episode, and Dwight was in, um, an episode 20 years ago, obviously, like in 2003 when the show ended for the first time, and they asked him how old he was, ten, like on, um, this week's episode, he says 11, or it's just 11 or 12, you know, and, 
it's like I understand that you can't like I understand they want to have Hermes have like a kid son, but I don't know. It just kind of sucks. It kind of sucks that after the Fox seasons, they don't want to really progress the characters at all. You know, they want to keep everyone the same age, and it's just like it's weird. Like I think the Hulu. I mean, it's not totally like that. They do ha- keep some changes in the Comedy Central slash Hulu era because I've heard from other reviewers that Amy's kids are going to keep showing up throughout the like the rest of the season. So I'm glad they're keeping stuff like that in, you know. But something. Go ahead. Something else I noticed about this Wild West episode that they just did the Bitcoin one was that they had Dwight there, but they didn't have Qbert there, and usually they'll use them as a pairing, but the show also gets really af- I don't know if it's afraid, but they really just don't feel like using Qbert like at all after a certain point. Yeah. They use Cuber. I think that I can think of one Cuber usage in the Comedy Central era. It's the it's the um it's the third series finale, the one where um he's with um he's with Bender and he like hacks him. That's the only Cuber episode. Cuber episode. I think he's also in the late Philip J. Fry too. Those are, like the only two ones I can think of is when they use Cuber in the Comedy Central run, and they show him in the beginning of the Hulu run, like frozen in time. But um, so yeah, it's just. It just sucks because I would love to see, like, this is, like, the one Fox show that could have continued doing that. They could have had, like, Hubert and Dwight age with the characters. And, like, I'm not saying they have to be, like, I'm not saying you need to make, like, Hermes and Amy and, like, everyone old. Because you can't, because, like, for the adult characters, you can use, like, the excuse of, like, future technology keeps them younger. Um, They kind of do something in, um... So the Hulu premiere is like Farnsworth saying um, they get out of the time thing, like they get out of the time freeze, and Farnsworth just says, um, "Did we get older, younger? Science has no answers." And so I guess it's just for kind of like hand wave, like oh, it doesn't matter, like you know. But it's like, I don't know, it sucks. I I think that um, I think that it's like I still think Futurama produces qu- like they still produce great TV, you know. But it's just, like, for one of the shows that, like, in, not invented, but, like, kind of invented, like, this kind of long, like, story, like, story arc stuff that, like, every cartoon does nowadays, it's a little disappointing that they don't stick with it at all after, like, their original run, you know? Something else is, I think, maybe, if, at least for the Hulu incarnation, this is something you talked about to me that you didn't like, and this is something I noticed when I watched it, is that everyone in the second episode with um, Amy and Kiff's kids, everyone forgets that the original episode happened, and they stop multiple times to be like, yeah, this is this is what's going on, this is what happened happened in the original series and Leela doesn't even remember that it was her DNA and they're like oh haha she was probably drunk or I feel like maybe they're trying to open the door more to new viewers who haven't seen it before but that's stupid because most of the people watching it are going to already be fans and that kind of continuity isn't something that's going to throw you off and be like I can't watch this anymore I'm lost yeah, it's just it's just fucking weird, man. Like I, it's maybe because of the way that I consume television, but I can't, I can't, just can't imagine someone watching TV and seeing something they don't understand and not like looking it up, or like someone watching a new season of Futurama without watching the old seasons, you know. And also, um, 
their third show because because when Futurama because Futurama was done, like I was so sure Futurama was dead forever, especially because um they've been making Disenchantment in the past couple of years, like 2018 through now, that's about to end. But um, Disenchantment, like the thing that Disenchantment does best is like their long story arcs and they like, everything pays off. They set up, like they have so much stuff like that. It's like, I would love they took some of those lessons over to Futurama and like, who knows? We're only three episodes into the Hulu run. They could, they could start making it more serialized, but like, I don't know. Doing stuff like that would be so, so fun for this show, you know? But they do seem, they do seem like, intent on making it more of, like, a Simpsons and less of a disenchantment. Because I feel like in the, um, in the Fox run, it was, like, a kind of in the middle where it still paid off, like, these, like, long-running story arcs, but it was still, like, a um, episodic sitcom. But now they, they really do seem to be firmly leaning into, like, Comedy Central run and Hulu run do seem to be firmly leaning into... We're the Simpsons, not we're Disenchantment, you know? Yeah. Something funny about Disenchantment that we've talked about before is that I think there were a lot of people watching it just because they wanted to see the moment where they were like, yeah, this is the same universe as Futurama. Like, they were waiting for, like, some big crossover to happen, and that's kind of stupid it's like it's not it's not just more futurama it's its own thing you can like it for being its own thing and they also confirm that it's the same universe in like the first season the first season they confirm it's the same universe which is funny but um you, you know about that right like, yeah the um thing where it's like the orb that's showing like the different time stuff and fry leela and bender show up in it yeah it's it's like it's the it's the late philip j fry thing with fry bender and farnsworth so we don't know if, we don't know if disenchantment is set in the past or if it's set in uh in between like 1999 and 2999 because there it could be that too um we just know that it's somewhere in there but um yeah there's one joke there's one Futurama joke I've been wanting to bring up that isn't particularly that funny, but Disenchantment references it, so I'm going to use now to bring it up. Is in Disenchantment, they show Fonsworth's assorted lengths of wire. Yeah. They show, yeah. Um, they, they do another early Farnsworth joke in the Crypto episode where um, he's, because, like, in the first two episodes, they try to make a catchphrase out of Farnsworth saying, well, I am already in my pajamas, and they bring that back in the fucking crypto episode this week, which is really funny. Like, that was, like, the hardest I laughed at it. But, like, that's for me. Those jokes are for the people who watch Futurama. Like, I don't know why you're doing that, but also, like, re-explaining the lore of Kiff and Amy's babies to us. It's odd. The, the biggest laugh the yesterday's episode... Well, I watched it yesterday. It was... It doesn't matter. Too... Yeah, it doesn't matter. But was when they were like naming different things, and then they were talking about the brothel, and then it was like there's soup involved. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Um, but yeah, I don't want to. I we've been shitting so much in the Comedy Central era. Um, what I'm gonna give say one more thing. Then I want to talk about the positives of the show. But um, there's one thing that I noticed makes a huge difference. I noticed this like within the past like couple weeks is that they don't have an or they they don't have like a full orchestra in the Comedy Central slash Hulu era anymore. And you think you think that wouldn't make a difference? It really does because I remember like um, if you turn on a Fox episode and like there's like a scene change, you have like that bright poppy just like um, so like 
Futurama sounding music and then you lose that in the um Comedy Central era and it feels so like weird. That that like genuinely contributes to like my enjoyment, I think, which is like a bit of an odd thing to complain about, but like now that I notice it, I can't not notice it. But like just like listen to listen like watch a Futurama episode of the Fox era and listen to like the music in between scene transitions and then do that again in like a Comedy Central era and it's like, "Oh wow, okay, it's it's weird." But um we're shitting on this show a lot, even though we both fucking love it. Like, I would say, um, for the longest time, this was my second favorite show behind the Venture Brothers. I would say in the past couple of years that Steven Universe has taken that number two spot. So this is number three for me now. But, um, because Steven Universe never gets bad, but the show kind of um, fluctuates in quality sometimes. But, um, I think this show is so fucking wonderful. And I think one thing that the um, later eras do... Just, I think the one thing later eras do just as well as the Fox era is they're still able to produce a really good episode of TV where you watch that. It's like, that was a really fun concept. I loved all these characters hanging out and stuff, which is why that, like, I'm not mad that it keeps coming back, you know? It's like Futurama on, the, on Fox or, like, the Fox era was, like, the best TV you've ever seen in your life, and Futurama, like post-Fox era is, like, pretty good TV, you know? It's never gotten, like, later Simpsons bad, you know? Something else about Futurama, first of all, to go back to what you said, out of all of the big cart adult cartoons, like, all the Fox ones that took off, like, South Park, Archer, Rick and Morty, yeah. out of all of those big ones, Futurama has always been my favorite out of all of them, and I don't like speaking, like, objectivity when it comes to shows, because, I've, like, everyone's gonna have their own opinions, but I think, objectively, it kind of is the best one, too. Absolutely. Like, the only one that challenges it for me is, like, early King of the Hill. Like, that's it. Um, but, like, it's so, yeah, I th it is objectively the best one. But, um, yeah, it's just, I love the show so much. They do such a good job of building out this world. Like, you, they introduce so many characters. Like, they have, they have, like, so many good villains, too. Like, Mom and, um, and like, Lur and, like, Morbo and Roberto and fucking Calculon, the Robot Devil. Like, Robot Devil? I fucking... Like, I could talk for an hour about the fucking Robot Devil. I love the Robot Devil. Like, I think, um... The both Robot Devil episodes and the Fox run are, like, the two best episodes. Like, Devil's Hands are out of playthings and, um... Hell's Other Robots. And then, every time he shows up, it's like, oh, fuck yeah, Robot Devil. You know? Dan Castellaneta? I love that. He's so good. Like, I love that... Dan, they got when they get Dan Castellaneta to be on Futurama. It's always like it's always like an event, you know. I just I fucking love the Robot Devil so much, but um, yeah, I love like there's just so much there's just so much. It's it's hard to talk about the show because like it's just so fucking good, you know. What do you th what do you think is your favorite season of Futurama? Oh, man. I was telling you earlier on this podcast that growing up, I wildly just watched it on cable as, like, cable would air the random episodes. Yeah. I think the only season I've ever watched in order as an entire season is season one. So, 
part of me wants to say that, which wouldn't, for a lot of shows, that would be kind of invalid, because the first season is usually the bumpy one, where it's, like, getting started, it's building things up, it's figuring out what it is, yeah. but Futurama, from, even from the pilot, they already know exactly what they are, and they nail it. Like, the first season isn't one of those awkward growing pain seasons, it's just as good as the rest of the show. I think the first, I think the Futurama pilot is the single best pilot, like, ever, and I have yet to see a TV show make a like a better pilot i think the futurama pilot is fucking incredible it's like it's such a perfect piece of television but um so i yeah it's I see, season one is so good and season two and three are just full of like so many bangers but i think season four is the really special season to me because if you look at it every single episode is like the best episode of tv you've ever seen in your fucking life and it had like season four is like farnsworth parabox it has leela's homeworld it has the sting it has kiff gets knocked up a notch it has like the superheroes one it has um obviously devil's hands or idle play things like it's just it's impossible to overstate how fucking good the fourth season of Futurama is, you know? We both um, picked two episodes that we wanted to watch before. Um, we were talking about doing this podcast a couple weeks ago, and we watched a couple episodes together. Yeah. I picked one from Fox and one from Comedy Central. I picked The Parabox, which might be my favorite episode. It's my favorite and then episode. I picked, Game, I picked Game of Tones. Game of Tones is good. Um, I Paradox is my Parabox is my favorite episode of the show because I think like they fit like a whole movie's worth of plot into twenty two minutes, and it's also fucking hilarious. Oh fuck! You know what my quote should have been? My quote should have been, um, "You didn't see when no, we didn't see anything ever." Because that's the funniest fucking part from that episode. When, like, the bobble... No, not bobble. It's like the um, Hermes and Fry and Leela turn around and they have no eyes fucking great bit i love farnsworth parabox so much like more more television should be like farnsworth parabox but um yeah farnsworth parabox is fucking banger but we can also get into like um what this show means for adult swim what the show means for television because um so this show airs from like 1999 to 2003 and fox treats it like shit and it gets canceled and so it was kind of wild because this was supposed to be like the second graining show and it in like in 2003 it had like a really loyal fan base but it kind of crashed and burned. And so this is when Adult Swim was just starting out like it was just like you know the shit people were making in like office buildings in Atlanta plus like the reruns of like you know Baby Blues and Mission Hill and like home movies and like anime. That's all Adult Swim was. And they get to, they get the rights to this and another recently canceled Fox show, Family Guy. So they have Family Guy and Futurama on, and like they, I'm gonna, I'm just mostly go, with, I'm gonna go mostly go Futurama here because Family Guy we can save for the other podcast. But like Futurama becomes like the anchor of Adult Swim from 2003 throughout 2007. Like almost every single night of Adult Swim starts off with an episode of Futurama. And because it's such a, it's such good, like, it's such a good way to start the block off, and also because, like, there's literally no bad episode. And so they, they aired the fuck out of Futurama. Like I said, they aired so many of these, all these awesome bumps and promos and stuff that really, um, like, those, they really, like, get you into the show. Like, they, it really draws you in, in a way that, like, television, like, identification programming, like, doesn't, didn't, hasn't before or after Adult Swim, but, um... Fucking, 
also, um, last Futurama Marathon, because, so they find out, because Futurama, like, airs on Adult Swim, and it becomes super, super popular, because it, it gains an audience, because Adult Swim, um, even though it's airing at 11 at night, Adult Swim airs it in a consistent time slot, which is something that Fox just wouldn't do, so when viewers, like, you know, fucking know when to expect their show to come on, back before we had, like, phones and stuff, like, they know when they want to tune in, so Futurama gained an audience on Adult Swim just by being on and being on consistently at the same time. And so people flocked to go buy the DVD sets. And they became like some of the best-selling DVDs like ever. Like that and the Family Guy DVDs, like some of the best-selling DVDs ever. Because both these shows were like failed Fox shows that Adult Swim actually gave like a proper fucking, you know, airing time to, like a consistent airtime. And so Futurama came back from the dead and like that's not that weird nowadays because every fucking show comes back from the dead, but Futurama coming back from the dead was such a huge deal because TV shows didn't do that back then, you know? Like, TV shows just died and they were dead, but no, Futurama was so popular on Adult Swim that it came back to life. But unfortunately, um, Comedy Central got the rights to make more Futurama, which sucks because they like kind of Adult Swim lost the rights to air more Futurama, so at the end of 2007, they did the um, last Futurama marathon, where for, like, five straight days on Adult Swim, from, like, 11 a.m. to, like, 6 a.m., I think, 11 a.m., I'm sorry, 11 p.m. to 6 a.m., they aired nothing but Futurama, and they aired all 72 episodes over the course of, like, a week, but from, like, December 26th to December 31st, before they, like, lost it for good. And it's just, it's just fucking incredible because that show, I really do think, I mean, obviously Adult Swim back then would have absolutely no way of funding a new season of Futurama, but like, it does kind of suck because I feel like it, it belongs on Adult Swim, you know? Can I throw something, can I throw my ring into the hat, I guess? Absolutely. Um, you mentioned Comedy Central kind of stealing Futurama from Adult Swim. Can we talk about how Comedy Central has always kind of had this petty rivalry with Adult Swim, where they've taken, like, I believe BoJack Horseman almost ended up on Adult Swim, but Comedy Central, like, were willing to pay more for it? Yes. Like, like... Comedy Central has always had this weird, petty rivalry with Adult Swim, and it, it, it's like that meme where it's like, um, like the Don Draper meme, where it's like, I feel sorry for you, I don't think about you at all, because like Adult Swim is the one that says, I don't think about you at all, because Adult Swim does not give a fuck about Comedy Central, because I, I, I've actually changed my mind on Comedy Central in the past couple years, because they do have a lot of great shows that just kind of go unnoticed, like Review and Nathan For You and stuff like that, but, um... Comedy Central, Digman. yeah, Digman, Digman's okay. I, I like Digman. Digman's good, but um, it, it's it's yeah, Digman. But um, like adult Comedy Central is just such a fucking failure beyond South Park that, and Adult Swim is so popular. Adult Swim is constantly beating them in the ratings, so they have like a really weird petty rivalry with them because of that. But, um, yes, Comedy Central had the Futurama rights for, like, so many years. They made the new episodes, and we talked about how that went. But, um, and then it comes to an end. It comes to an end in 2013, because I watched the last season of Futurama live. And so, um, it ends with Meanwhile, which is the episode where Fry and Leela, like, freeze time by accident, and they live out their lives together before, like, the professor comes back and, like, 
gives them the ability to sort of um, go back in time and make so make it so this shit never happened. And he's, the exact wording he says is, go back to before I invented the time button. And so he presses the button, and the show ends. And the episode they aired right after that was the pilot, which to me always felt like they're telling you this is a time loop, you know? Um, did you, like, what are your feelings on Meanwhile? I thought Meanwhile was a very good finale, and something with the show coming back was I was never opposed to it coming back, but a thought I always had was, oh, now they have to top Meanwhile. Yeah, I don't think, I don't know if they will. I Meanwhile means so much to me, it's such a great episode, I don't know if they're gonna top it. Um, because it's so final, too. Like, that's... Like, it really is so final, so I don't know how they're really going to top it. I don't even know how long they're going to go on for go on Hulu for, because um, they were told, like, I they're at least getting, I'd say after this set of 10 episodes, they're at least getting 30 more, because we know 10 are coming that have already been, like, written and voice acted and stuff, that, and they're probably getting agreement for another, like, order of 20 episodes, so I would say at least 30 more episodes after this current season is done airing. But, um, like, they were, their Futurama came back because one of the Disney executives, like, saw it was the only, like, major, um, Fox show not getting new episodes, and is like, why are we not making Futurama? So, like, that's literally why it came back. So, we just maybe Futurama may just be around forever, which I'm fine with. If they continue to produce, like, quality episodes, like... By this point in the um, in the Comedy Central run, like three episodes in the Comedy Central run, it was just like, what the fuck are we watching? You know, like that first Comedy Central season back is really rough, and this has been like pretty consistently good so far. So I'm pretty happy with what they're doing. And so like, if we maintain this level of of Futurama quality with like two or three like real standouts per year, I'm fine with it going on like indefinitely. You know, like I I love having this show back. But, um, yeah, it's just, it's fucking awesome. It was so, like, this show and Family Guy, like, them and Adult Swim saved each other. They saved Adult Swim by really, like, you know, having these two giant anchor shows that could have drew, drew people to the network. And Adult Swim saved them by giving them, like, a proper, like, airtime, you know? I feel like if future, if the Futurama um, Family Guy deal didn't happen with Adult Swim in, like, 2003, then we wouldn't have either. We wouldn't have New Family Guy. We definitely wouldn't have New Futurama, and we wouldn't have... We probably wouldn't have Adult Swim, I think. I don't know how, like, if it would have found its audience if it wasn't for, like, having these two, like, anchor shows every night. So I do think that, like, it's such as It's such, like, a symbiotic relationship between, like, um... Adult Swim and these two like anchor shows of the 2000s that I'm so glad happened, but also is kind of a monkey's paw because now like every shitty TV show gets or gets to come back when it really doesn't need to. You know, it's it's a good and bad thing. It's good because now when shows are genuinely unfairly canceled, they can come back, but also bad because you have just like people losing their minds over just like the most mid shit in the world, like wanting it to come back. You know, but um. Yeah, it's just, I fucking love Futurama. All these characters are so dear to me. Like, I I think I have more Futurama merch than any other show. Maybe Venture Brothers beats it out. But, like, Futurama merch, I'm just, like, so into it. I love, the designs are so good that I just want to own, like, a million toys of, like, all of them. I own so many fucking Futurama toys. Um, I own all of Futurama three times. Like, I have the Bender Head complete series. I have the, 
like the thick box sets and I have like the repackages. So I own like three different versions of, of the Fox seasons of Futurama. But um, yeah, I just fucking love this show. There really is not much else to say about it. Do you have anything else you want to talk about with Futurama? Um, this is another joke, not a Futurama joke, but an Aqua Teen joke where Adult Swim, I should have mentioned this earlier, Adult Swim, I think the only time they've acknowledged Comedy Central is the Futurama joke in Aqua Teen, where they're like, oh yeah, it's on Carl Central now. It's like he didn't even want it until he saw we had it. Yeah, he's like, he didn't even want it until we started watching it, but, um... It's, yeah, I fucking, I love Futurama, um, it's just fucking good, I, I really, the, I wanted to approach Futurama this way, because I feel like so many other better podcasts have talked about Futurama in depth, and I really didn't have, like, I, I feel like me doing, I feel like us doing it, like, season by season would just be adding, like, more, more of that into, like, the ether, and I don't think anybody would listen to it, so I want, but I do want to cover, like, I wanted to cover Futurama on this show, so I kind of, I kind of like this format better, the, um, the retrospective format, because it is just such an important show to me, even though we spent, like, a lot of, a lot of this podcast shitting on it, but that's because I love it so much, it's like, it's like when your son disappoints you, and you know he can do better, like, that's the, that's how I feel when Futurama is bad, it's like, I'm, I'm mad at you because I love you so much and I know you can do better. You know, like that's when I shit on, when I shit on like Comedy Central Futurama, that's my feeling on it. It's not like, oh, this show's bad. It's like, I love you so much that I know you can do better. So do better, you know? Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Uh, it's just great. Um, I also want to talk about uh, Disenchantment. Well, um, because Disenchantment, I've been rewatching since part one. And I think that show is really something special. That show is really like, I I think Disenchantment um, is going for something way different than Futurama, and I think because it's so different, a lot of people, myself included, were turned off by it, turned off by its pacing and a lot of other things like that. But if you go back and watch it with knowledge that it's like a set story with a beginning, middle, and end, then I think it is a much better show. And I am honestly, I like, I love having Futurama back, but I'm almost a little bit more excited for the final Disenchantment episodes to drop because I just fucking, I really want to see like how this all ends and where it all builds to. Like it's a, Disenchantment also, I have, a, I have a weird relationship with because like it came out on like the end of like my summer after high school. So it kind of, Disenchantment being out is kind of like, it's been out the whole time I've been like a real adult, you know? So this is kind of like, it's the it's the end of an era for me, Disenchantment coming to an end, because, like, I remember it starting so vividly, and I've been following it, like, so closely all these years. But, um, yeah, go watch Futurama, it's on Hulu, go watch Futurama on Adult Swim. Um, we're getting close to September here, apparently Bob's Burgers is supposed to leave in September, um, I haven't seen anything about that, so maybe when it leaves, they'll give Futurama more runtime, considering Futurama, unless Futurama doesn't leave, unless Futurama leaves again, which is totally possible. I hope it doesn't. Um, I think they should air these Hulu episodes on Adult Swim. I don't think they will, but I think they should. And, um, yeah, just go fucking watch. You've seen Futurama. If you're listening to this, you know what Futurama is. Like, you love it. Go watch Futurama. Go watch Disenchantment. That's what I'm going to say. If you're listening to this and you haven't seen Disenchantment, go watch Disenchantment because it is just like, it is what if Matt Groening made like a Game of Thrones type show and it's awesome. I love it. But um, yeah, you can follow us on Instagram at Adult Swim Merch Archive. You can see like the ludicrous amount of Futurama shit I own there. You can follow me on Twitter at, at OwlsOnlyPod. Um, do you want to plug anything, Hunter? I've got nothing to plug this time. 
All right. Well, we'll see you next time. See ya.